My name is Janice and I had a near-death experience. My story started really over 20 years ago when trying to find a truth and a path to my truth, looking for that truth and so many different paths and angles led me to uh, begin experimenting with drugs, all kinds of different drugs. But when I tried a specific drug that became my drug of choice, I used this drug for 20 years off and on, never found the truth, but found a lot of inner turmoil, a lot of sorrow and heartbreak, but could not get out of the cycle of using reached a level of success by the world's standards, six figures, home, car, family, but still had that emptiness inside me that I was just always looking to fill, you know, had this intense craving for something that nothing ever seemed to fix. So with that being said, one night in 2018, after a particular traumatic incident in my life, I lost someone that I cared a great deal about. I was headed to a friend's to use to get high. I had done this particular drug, like I said, for 20 years off and on. Nothing new about it, nothing different in the way that I was doing it. Uh, but this night uh, was going to change everything. So I'm over at my friend's house. I'm getting high and something just feels off within me. I was immediately taken aback with like this sense that as soon as I started getting high, I couldn't catch my breath very well. And uh, from that point, everything just started spiraling downward really, really quick. So when we were getting high, I was really anxious. The guy that I was with, he told me that I didn't need any more. And he said, you know, hey, you need to try some of this. And he actually shotgunned uh, like a hit of marijuana into my mouth, which I don't usually smoke. It was not a whole lot. Again, not my drug of choice, but something about the two drugs interacting together or possibly it was laced. I mean, there is so much laced methamphetamines now on the street. And so within seconds, that anxious feeling began to turn into choking and not being able to, to catch my breath at all. Um, it felt like my throat was closing from the inside and I was panicking. I don't know how long it was, but it felt like, you know, only like three minutes from the time that he blew that smoke into my face till I could not breathe. I could not see. I could literally feel the cells in my body all interacting with these different drugs. And it was absolutely terrifying. So he helped me over to his couch. I remember asking him to call 911. I remember asking him to pray for me. I was absolutely terrified at this point, And I knew there was no going back from what I had done. So it was just a sensation of how precious my life had been. Suddenly realized it in this moment and it was too late and I knew it was too late. So there was a sensation of my body beginning to separate 
my spirit beginning to separate from my body. And I can literally feel it pulling out of me and upward to the corner of his apartment living room walls where they connected. And I remember feeling like if I wasn't tethered to this earth that I might like float away. So I was grasping for his hand and it was happening so quickly, but I was no longer present in my body. Like I was completely out of my body at this point. And then he is with me. I'm looking at him at this point. I know that he leaves the room. He leaves the room that we're in and he goes outside onto his patio. But what's happening within me is I'm saying, please, God, no, please, God, no, don't let me die. Please, 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 please. And I'm realizing that I have made so many mistakes in this life experience. I'm realizing how foolish I had been to be putting these drugs in my body like this. Then it's as though I'm back in my body, but my body is completely shut down. So I'm at this point in my body again, but I'm I'm looking through my own eyes, but I can see that there's no movement at all. I can't move my arms, my legs. I can't will myself to breathe. My heart's not beating and I can feel all of these things. So I'm acutely aware of every organ and every function of every cell in my body and how each organ should be functioning and that it's not. I am begging God to let me live. And then it was like I closed my eyes and then opened my eyes again and I was in a completely different environment. And this place that I opened my eyes and it was so beautiful. It is so peaceful and the overwhelming feeling of love. So the first thing I noticed is that the room is like a round room. It's a lavender opal color that shimmers. It's a living color. And I look to my left and there's three very tall beings and they're standing there looking at me. And I would say that they would be at least seven feet tall, beautiful, powerful, like ethereal looking beings. And one beckons to me, like extends his hand and I am not going with them. I have absolutely no desire to follow these beings, which I recognized as angels. And there was no way I was going with them because I just knew that if I went with them, I couldn't come back. And I, I wanted to come back desperately. But then I realized that in front of me is the source of all of this love and this power that's just vibrating this love energy into me and it's directly in front of me huge presence and it's a spirit so i can't see it but i feel it and i know it's there and in this environment we do not have to use words we can think a thought and it just immediately is a known thought so the first thing that i thought was thank you jesus for your sacrifice on the cross and i didn't even have like a conscious like that it was just came out that quick and then the next thing that was coming out was like please let me live please let me go back please let me go back to my baby this presence was so powerful and so calm while i am hysterically begging to come back i'm also realizing that all of the things that I believed about myself 
like what a screw up I was, how much I had messed everything up. Like I realized all of that was not true. I realized like in these moments that everything had a bigger purpose than I ever understood. And so this presence is in front of me, very calm. I'm begging to come back. And then, and then suddenly we're in a second location. And this location is outside a uh, normal sky, like we would see here. And I'm looking at millions of people and these people are just looking up at me and I don't know what to do. I, I don't know who, who these people are. They're living people, but I don't know them in real life or anything. And I look at them and they're looking at me and I'm just not sure. So I lean, kind of lean into this spirit, which at, at this point, it's like, I have this understanding, this knowledge that this is like the spirit of God, literally the spirit of God himself. And it did feel very, very masculine in a way because I can't even articulate why I felt like it was male, but I felt like it was the father, like my father. Um, so I say, what do I do? And very calmly, he says, love them. So I say, okay, okay. I'm, I'm looking at all these beautiful people that are looking at me and I'm, I'm feeling like I can do this. I can love them, of course. And then I said, well, what do I say? And he said the truth. And I said, okay, well, what do I need to change? I mean, we both know how I just got here. And he said nothing. But it was like this implication, like I wasn't capable of changing myself either. And so I said, okay, okay, well, where am I going to learn everything? And he said, it's already inside of you. And with that, I felt a sense of peace, like I just never have known before. Absolute peace that this is something that I wanted to do. I've wanted to come back and be a mother. I have children. And so I said, yes, I agreed. All of the people, I'm just thinking about how they looked. So they're just waiting. They don't look sad. They don't look happy. It's just like a period of waiting. Everyone stood like really close together, shoulder to shoulder. I don't remember anybody standing apart. I don't remember anyone, you know, looking anywhere else. It was like all eyes were on me, but I thought they were on his presence, his spirit. So then after I came into agreement, like I said, yes, I will, I will do this. I'm going to love these people and tell them the truth about you and what's here and everything I'm seeing. And so then suddenly I'm back in the original environment and it's so beautiful. It's not a color we have here. I've tried to paint it. I've tried to capture it, but it's just not like something we have here on earth. But it seemed to be in sync with his presence because when his presence would like move and shift, you could just feel it moving and shifting. That room reacted to the presence. And this presence was so unbelievably powerful. We don't know power like this or love like this here on earth. This is something so incredible, so incredible. So then it's like I'm pulled directly into his spirit, which is like huge. So I'm kind of pulled upward into his spirit. And then I am looking at my hand 
And for the first time, I'm realizing, probably not the first time, but I'm deeply having this understanding that I am not just what I see here. I am literally a three-part being, a body, a spirit, and a soul, but that he is literally like holding me together. I am actually being held together by this same presence that I'm now within, and I'm understanding that he is also within me. I'm understanding that there's other people within him too, and that he's within them. And it's like, all of us are one. We're all connected. I'm realizing that what I thought was like a separation between me and other people was, was false, that we were actually connected somehow in a mysterious way. And I'm having a life review at this time as well. There's different memories that are coming to mind that I'm now having an understanding on why they happened and Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's no pain associated with the memory. It's more like just a fact of something that happened. It's not a traumatic event. When I'm reviewing it, it, it just is. I am being infused. It's like I feel myself being changed while I'm there. He had said, I'm not going to change anything. And yet it was literally like I felt my whole being being transformed and changed. And I see people having their lives like within this spirit, in this presence. We're alive in this presence. People who aren't even aware of it, people who are aware of it. Experiencing this sensation of being known for exactly who I am and loved exactly as I am. I am experiencing pleasure and joy unlike anything that I've ever known here on earth. And I had went down a lot of paths seeking pleasure. So I've tried a lot of creative ideas of finding pleasure. And this is just exceeding anything here on earth. I'm feeling the potential during this time of everything that I've ever wanted to do and how possible it actually is and how capable I actually am of, of making it happen. and. I know I'm coming back. I know I'm coming back to earth and I'm overwhelmed with joy at that. And so there's this deep gratitude also that's just like flowing through my veins and it's the best high I've ever experienced. It's so beyond it. It was amazing. That word doesn't even begin to describe it. So suddenly I'm out of his spirit and the next thing I know, I'm back in my body. And it was like a, a sensation of slamming into my body. And then I gasped for breath, like, <gasps> and it was like, as if someone had been performing CPR on me, but no one did. 
my friend comes back into the room at this point and I start saying, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive. The answer to everything is love. The answer is love. The answer is love. That's why we're here. That's what we're supposed to do. The answer is love. And I am just grateful to be alive. And I know I've been given the second chance. And um, and that's when I said, like, Jesus is real. Jesus is real. And that was something that, like, I had kind of, I had believed it, but I didn't really believe it, believe it. I believed it in my head and had went to church and things like that. But there was not like a working knowledge of it. You know, clearly I had no understanding of how to, you know, put any of the information to use. And so, but I'm having this revelation, like this realization, I'm telling him these things. And he's like, looking at me like terrified. The space is white. He's not saying anything. And that's when I felt this heat, boom, like incinerate inside of me. This heat was so intense that I immediately began sweating. And it was like I was being burned alive. It was terrifying, actually. It felt like I was being burned from the inside out. Yeah. So fast forward and what starts happening at this point is... I come back and I start telling people what happened. And I didn't really think that it was like important to, to tell all of the details, but I was very curious to understand like, why did I have this experience? What did this experience mean? Why would it be important for me to tell others? What would be the benefit for others to know this story? Like, what's the purpose of it? And I actually began doing some studying, like, immediately to find out what had happened to me and began doing extensive research on the human body, the chemicals in the human body, how our body reacts to certain stimuli and things like that. And the results of what I found were so amazing to me, just as amazing as my experience. But with that being said, I have been drug-free, abstinent, like all of the things that I never even thought I could do because they were addictions for me for years now. And it's not the kind of drug-free and celibacy like before when I would really try hard to do it. It's literally so thorough and so complete. And it was like, I stopped chasing like this clean time and just began to live for the first time ever in a completely different way. Inner peace is such a gift. Joy is such a gift. I don't take things for granted like I used to. I'm not chasing money and I'm not chasing anything that I was. I just am. And I stay in that place of being and, yeah, actually living and moving and having my being in Him. As a result of this experience, I left corporate America and I've been working with traffic women, but I'm actually transferring to work at a drug rehab center. Something very important that happens when and when people watch these stories and listen to these stories, and I don't I don't pretend to understand it, that my experience became my measuring stick for how I live each day. It changed the way that I viewed different sort like life circumstances, just the everyday general things. I believed in Jesus, but new age stuff seemed a lot easier and like more promising. I never really liked going to church and getting yelled at. So it wasn't my favorite like experiences, but 
I never stopped believing. I just didn't know how to overcome all the things that I dealt with. And so what I don't talk about a lot, but I wasn't just addicted to drugs. I was addicted to sex. I was addicted to working. I was addicted to money. I was addicted to material things. Like I, it was so deep, like in me, I was wanted an identity so bad that I was reaching for it in all of these different avenues, you know, these paths to truth. And for me, when I had this experience, like I came back and none of that mattered, none of it. It's all about being in a place of peace and freedom. And I had it. And so now when I think about those things, like they don't hold any power over me and I don't have this deep desire to constantly be doing them anymore. Yeah. My belief system changed quite a bit. So I did, I, I went and found a Bible. I had a Bible like packed away in a box. Ironically enough, it was another move. So I find this Bible and I start reading it because I'm like, what happened to me? Like, I've never heard of anybody having an experience like this. I wasn't familiar with NDE. Like I heard of a little boy who went to heaven one time or something, you know, like that was the extent of my understanding, you know, and I might've read like 20 pages of the book and gave it away but that's neither here nor there. So I started looking in the Bible to figure out like what happened to me? What does all of this mean? So I went through like all of these different religions. Like it was a total like epiphany, like a total spiritual awakening that happened all at one time, you know, and where I was very, very corporate driven. I, I grew up poor. And so it was like, I had this drive to never be poor to have all the things that I wanted. I didn't want to get up the next Monday to go to work. It didn't matter anymore. Like nothing mattered. And it was a level of consciousness. You can Google super consciousness. Like it was, I had went from this really low level way of thinking, humdrum, following the robotic system to completely living free, like knowing that I'm free, like realizing that all of that was a lie. And for lack of a better word, I had been duped into buying into all of those belief systems that we have here, just culturally. And all of that was erased and it was gone. And I was like, why would I buy back into that? So my life looked totally different. So the next day, after I had my experience, the guy's like, hey, I got you a surprise. It's in the bathroom. I went in there and I'm like, well, why would I even do this now? Like I felt so elevated already. And I remember looking at it and I said, I took a couple of hits and I was like, this is doing nothing. It's powerless now. Like I knew that it was nothing at that point and it wasn't real. So I wasn't going to crave for something when I already felt 10 times better. You know, there have been times I've told this story and the person that I'm telling the story to will go get their dope and bring it to me and I throw it away. So it's so it's like amazing because not only are they, they're hearing something that's 100% true and I can verify that it, cause I know it's me and it's my story and my experience, but they're hearing that it's possible for them to be free from it. And so yeah, they've brought me their app and stuff. And I've said, like, let's break this together. Let's throw this stuff away. It's trying to kill you, you know, and that's not what God means for you.